from Wisconsin Public Radio and PRI, Public Radio International. It's to the best of our knowledge. I'm Jim Fleming. Today, we look at our lust for life lists. The 50 Greatest Things That Just Popped Into My Head by Jack Pendarvis. That's me. 50. Ice cream. 49. Blue. Don't try to get creative with your favorite color. We all know it's blue. 48. Sneeze. It feels great to sneeze. What a relief. 47. Jesus. Love him or hate him, you've got to hand it to the Son of God. Over 2,000 years old and still going strong. It's no wonder his name is also an exclamation. Jesus. 46. Oxygen. What a fantastic element. And not just because it's easy to breathe. There is so much to recommend oxygen. According to scientists, nothing beats oxygen. 45. Bill. A friend of mine. He's nice. I'm sorry we haven't kept in touch as well as we might have, Bill. Say hello to Lisa. 44. Lisa. I secretly think you are hot. Don't tell Bill. 43. Windows. You can see what's outside yet feel safe and protected. It's all thanks to windows. Who thought up windows? We may never know. But that man or lady had it going on. 42. Lists of 50 things in magazines. Thought-provoking, not a waste of time at all. Jack Pendarvis reading an excerpt from The 50 Greatest Things That Just Popped Into My Head, which appears in The Believer magazine. We'll count down more of Jack's 50 Greatest Things later this hour as we look at life lists. But first, music critic Tom Moon. He's the author of 1,000 Recordings to Hear Before You Die, a listener's life list. The book features Moon selections from a wide variety of genres, including rock, gospel, jazz, opera, and hip-hop. Tom Moon talked to Steve Paulson about how the words Before You Die in the title of his book really up the ante. That's not to say that all of them are sort of rubber-stamped by the critics and or the scholars and are going to be in the big time capsule when we look back on, you know, in 50 years. But the before you die part for me really clarified this idea that we do need to pick wisely and choose wisely what we spend our time listening to. And I think a lot of people, particularly young people, are really not oriented that way. And we don't know how much time we have left. And if we operate on the assumption that we'll get around to the great stuff and or the stuff that might be uplifting and challenging as a listening experience someday, we may never get to it. And we may find ourselves in a situation where our favorites, that sort of small playlist that is the hot one, becomes like our main listening activity. And to me, that's just the thing that's always happened to me since I was a kid was hearing something that I didn't know encountering it completely blind, coming from left field, out of a store, on the radio, whatever, and having the conversion experience or the eureka moment that says, wow, this is amazing. I need this in my life. So that's partly what you want to do is to both cite some fairly obscure musicians, but also some of the popular ones that also people should know. Yeah, because, you know, it's all good. It's not like we're saying here, you know, this is the cod liver oil of music and you must know this to be an educated citizen. It's more like there's great music to be had that's just pure guilty pleasure giddiness and incredibly deep symphonic music that speaks.